Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, portions of chapter 28, beginning at verse 1. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And the guard shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring the disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice! So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Then skipping to verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. In portions of uh, Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 to 10, and then verses 18 to 20. Father, we thank you for the wonderful privilege, the honor of knowing that you've called us out of the world and into a new relationship with you and one another. And you've commissioned us to be a part of your kingdom and the church of the Lord Jesus Christ to go into all the world and proclaim the greatest news the world has ever heard. Lord, Touch us anew. Father, set us on fire fresh of your Holy Spirit with a passion to be about the work you've clearly called us to, to go into all the world and make disciples and help us to be mindful, Lord, that every one of us plays a critically important part and role in the work of building your kingdom. Help us to never neglect that. Help us to be about that work every day, knowing that every day counts in the economy of eternity. Help us to know, Lord, that we have no time to waste. Every day you desire to use us mightily, and as we live as available vessels, you will use us mightily. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. I want to mention to our listeners, this week is National Truth for Youth Bible Week here at on American Family Radio, and we're honored to have with us once again Dr. Tim Todd, the president of Revival Fires Ministries. Dr. Todd, how are you today? I'm doing great, Pastor. So good to be with you today. Always good to have you, and I'm going to ask you just to jump right in, further introduce yourself in the ministry, and share with our listeners more about what Truth for Youth Week, Bible Week is all about, and how they can get involved. Pastor, for 23 years now, Revival Fires International has connected with, partnered with American Family Radio, American Family Association, and given away almost 
two million Bibles to young people that commit to give them to their friends in school that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And through these efforts, we have seen in excess of 25,000 young people give their heart to the Lord as a direct result of this partnership. And so we're so thankful for this. The Truth for Youth Bible, of course, consists of the entire New Testament in the God's Word translation, a very easy to read, very accurate translation. And it also has a hundred pages of comic stories that deal with the truth about issues of moral concern that young people are confronted with on a regular basis that they need to know the truth about. Things like drugs and drunkenness and peer pressure. We deal with the truth about sexual purity. Things like homosexuality, what the Bible says about it. We deal with the truth about abortion, cutting, sexting, bullying, suicide. We deal with honor. We deal with sorcery and witchcraft and many, many other subjects. The Bible says, and you will know the truth, John 8, 32, and the truth will set you free. So we're thankful that as the truth of God's Word is going forth on the public school campuses of America through Christian young people that boldly stand up for God and and are, are taking back what the devil is stealing, and we're seeing light shining in the darkness. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask Dr. Todd, would you take a moment now specifically to pray for listeners to have ears to hear all the Lord wants to say to them through our time in view of the fact that God has worked for every one of us in the kingdom of God. Yes. Father, we thank you that you said in your word, occupy till I come. So, Lord, we know that that is for the believer. Lord, we want to be light shining in the darkness. Lord, we want to be found faithful. Lord, when we face you, in heaven, we want you to say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant, for us doing what you've called us and set us apart to do. So, Lord, I pray and ask you to put a Holy Spirit fire under every believer listening to my voice right now for the purpose of them being the soul winner that they need to be, the witness that they need to be wherever they are, including their school campuses. I, d- I believe it. And I claim it done in Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. Todd. Again, we're reminding all of our listeners that this week, uh, American Family Radio and Revival Fires Ministries are partnering together. Revival Fires International is giving one free Truth For Youth Bible to every student between the ages of 13 to 18 who promises to pass it along to a friend this school year. So again, either a young person, a teenager, or a parent can call to get the Bible. And remember, this is an evangelism slash discipleship project. We're encouraging you to prayerfully, every single listener, to please somewhere or another get involved. If you don't happen to have a teen in your home or uh, you're not a teenager, you can pray. And also, Dr. Todd, would you share about why it's wise for people that maybe they don't have a teenager in the home or maybe they're not a teen themselves, but why it's wise for them to get the Bible, to see it, and to prayerfully look at ways they can use it as well. Because if it's not that they have a child or grandchild in the home, they know a young person that they will come in contact with. And so if they get that Bible as a point of contact, and they have that Bible, it will help to remind them to pray 
for revival fire to break loose on our school campuses across America, for God to put a spiritual hook in the jaws of the young people across America that are not serving the Lord. If ever we've needed a revival on our school campuses, that time is right now. So your listeners, if they get a copy of this Bible, they can use that Bible as a point of contact to remind them to be praying for the young people across America that God will do whatever it takes for them to get in right relationship with him. And, you know, Dr. Todd, I think of this too. The, the, you mentioned about the comics in the front of the Bible. I would encourage every listener to get a copy so that you can specifically read because you're going to learn some things about some of these issues you don't know because they're thoroughly done and they thoroughly address the issues in a way that will educate every single person that gets a copy. So if somebody says, I want to get one copy or I want to get 100 for my church, how would they do that? They can actually get those at my cost if they get a case of 50 or more. My cost on those Bibles, Pastor Joseph, is only $2 each plus shipping. So if they get a case of 50 Bibles, I'll let them have them at my cost of only $2 each plus shipping. If they get less than uh, 50 copies, they can get them for $3 each. But as you look at it, you see that is not a $2 uh, copy of the Word of God. This looks like a, it, is a, it is so well put together. On the back cover, I need to remind those that are listening that the young people, we have the students' legal rights on public school campus. I put number four in bold because it lets our young people know legally they have the right to get Bibles away on campus during non-instructional time. And to pick up with what you were just asking about, I have a lot of parents in our crusades across America that have got children that are getting ready to be teenagers. And they're looking at these issues of how to talk to their children Mm -hmm. about these issues. And so these comic stories, they lay it out in a way that makes it very simple Mm -hmm. for the reader to, to understand. And so I encourage your listeners that have got young children, get this Bible and it will help you walk through being able to share what they need to know about these issues. That's right. And, you know, Dr. Todd, in just a few moments we have left, would you address this issue? Now, sometimes you'll run into a parent that says, well, I'm not sure if my children are quite ready to really deal with these issues, not realizing that many times these children sadly run circles around their parents in the knowledge they already have, even in elementary ages. It's amazing the wor- the woke ideology and the transgender ideology and all of the things in our public school systems right now that are that our young people are are being open to are being uh, uh, it, it's becoming so prevalent in our public school systems and perhaps there are children they come home and they don't tell their parents hey they're talking about this in the classroom they're talking about evolution or homosexuality or uh, uh, pornography in a manner that is is in a way that the school system sh- absolutely should not be talking to these young people about and so this bible helps the the parents get a copy of that Bible, the Truth for Youth Bible, look through those comic stories, and then use that as a springboard to help you to talk to your children about what God says about these issues. Amen. Again, two ways to order the free Bible. You can visit truthforyouth.com online. Go to truthforyouth.com to order this week to get the free Bible if you're a teen or a parent or grandparent with a teen in the home. 
or you can call 1-833-574-1600. Again, let me repeat that again, 1-833-574-1600, between 8.30 and 4.30 p.m. Uh, Dr. Todd, in the last couple minutes, anything further you want to say to encourage our listeners as far as getting involved? Yes, it's so important for us as believers. I believe the reason why America is in the mess that we're in is because God's people have been disobedient to his word. His word says that we're to occupy till he comes. And so if we're going to be obedient, we're going to be the soul winner. We're going to be the witness that God has called us and set us apart to be. Nothing more important than serving Jesus and having intimate relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And then out of that relationship, you should automatically want to tell people about Jesus Christ. So I encourage your listeners, be don't be lukewarm in your witness. Be hot on fire for God in your witness. And we can win our nation, win our young people back to the Lord Jesus Christ if we will take a stand and be all that God has called us, set us apart to be. Amen. Amen. And again, keep in mind, thousands of young people have received Christ, more than 25,000, as Dr. Todd mentioned, over the last 20 years. And our goal this year is to we're asking you to help us get at least 60,000 Bibles into the hands of teens this year. So please get involved this week. Again, to in order to order the free Bible, Go to truthforyouth.com to order online. Again, that's truthforyouth.com, and you can order online anytime this week. Or you can call 1-833-574-1600 between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600. So our encouragement is that Every single listener would order a Bible because even if you can't get, if you don't qualify to get the three, the free one, we're encouraging you to get it to see the kind of wonderful discipleship tool it is. You can learn from it, but also it's a tool you can pass on. And I believe the Holy Spirit's going to speak to you about all kinds of ways you can use it. It's such a great tool. Please get involved. Once again, that number 1-833-574-1600 or go to online truthforyouth.com. Dr. Todd, thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Pastor Joseph. Appreciate you very much. All right. We'll be right back.
Music from Planet Shakers with Only Way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life. You're listening to the American Family Radio Network, and this is the Hour of Intercession. Again, we're in the midst of our National Truth for Youth Bible Week here on American Family Radio. Again, the dates are August 7th through the 11th. And we're asking you to help us give away thousands of free Bibles to young people across America. Again, American Family Radios and Revival Fires International Ministries are partnering to provide the only hope for teens, which is Jesus Christ, as we share these Truth for Youth Bibles as they return to school. We're asking you to help us reach a generation of young people and to help get the Word of God back into the public schools where, and of course, it belongs in the public schools. God's Word belongs everywhere. And the goal is to do this through the distribution of the popular Truth For Youth Bible to teens across the nation. Now, again, as we mentioned in the first segment when Dr. Todd was with us, I'm, in, I'm encouraging every single listener to get a copy of the Truth For Youth Bible because if you've never seen one, my guess is you've never seen a, a wonderful tool quite like it. Now, remember, it contains all of the whole New Testament, but also it contains some wonderfully informative and teaching uh, comics in the front of the uh, New Testament that help address a lot of issues that young people are dealing with. Again, again, so many issues, obviously salvation and bullying and uh, sexting and so many other issues that youth face, suicide, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, so many other concerns. And remember, all of these are issues that young people are struggling with, and sadly, to be quite honest, too often they're dying as a result of these issues being at work and at play in their lives. How important it is that every one of us recognize the need for us all to get involved in the great work of sharing the gospel and making disciples as well. And so the Truth For Youth Bibles are wonderful tools to help us do just that. Again, keep in mind, as Christian young people reach their campuses for Christ as they get these Bibles and share them, God, in turn, can reach cities and nations. And as Christian teens flood our schools with Jesus, through the distribution of Truth For Youth Bibles, we can see one of the great, the, the, by the grace of God, we, can help, we could potentially see the greatest youth awakening that the world has ever seen. Now's the time for all of us to get involved. This is the generation with which to do it. So remember now, through the distribution of the Truth For Youth Bible, our Christian teenagers are becoming involved in the great work of soul winning. And remember, all of us are called to be involved in this very important enterprise in the kingdom of God, the sharing of the gospel and the making of disciples. And we're getting God's word back into America's public schools and thousands of young people are in return giving their lives to Christ. So keep in mind, remember how this project works. Revival Fires International is giving you one free Truth For Youth Bible to every student between the ages of 13 and 18 who promises to pass it along to a friend this school year. So in other words, they order the Bible to give it away. And so now remember, any and everyone that wants to get one to keep, they're only $2 and what a wonderfully low price for them, but to get such an extremely fruitful tool. And again, remember, it is a New Testament, but it has the, along with that, has these wonderful teaching tools in the way that come in the form of comics that help address so many of the issues that young people are being challenged by today. 
And so keep in mind, the Truth For Youth Bible, again, consists of all those items. And remember this, over one million Truth For Youth Bibles have already been given away in the past 20 years as a result of this project. And remember, thousands of young people have received Christ, more than 25,000 over the last 20 years. Remember, our goal this year, we're asking you to help us get at least 60,000 Bibles into the hands of of teens this year. Parents can order the Bible on behalf of their son or daughter, or teens can order the Bibles themselves. And you can also order large quantities of the Bible for just $2 each. Once again, the ways to order are go online to truthforyouth.com. Again, you can order online at truthforyouth.com, or you can call one 833 Five seven four one six zero zero. Again, that's one eight three three five seven four one six zero zero between eight thirty a.m. and four thirty p.m. during this week. So, if you want to get the free Bibles and get involved with this project, again, do it this week. Now, keep in mind, remember, you can order anytime you want. If you want to order one just so that you can see it and be able to begin to use it yourself. But we would encourage you to prayerfully consider your church ordering 100 or more. Uh, That's something that churches, one or more churches I've pastored have done in the past. We We may order 100 at a time because they're such great teaching tools and evangelism tools. They're great for young people and adults to use to share with others in order to be involved in the great work of evangelism. Please pray and ask the Lord how he'd have you get involved. And please... Get involved in any and all the ways the Lord leads you. Again, it's a wonderful tool for the work, doing the work of evangelism and discipleship. We do hope that you will get involved. Once again, to order them, the number is 1-833-574-1600. Again, that's 1-833-574-1600. Or you can visit truthforyouth.com online to order online anytime. And remember to get the free Bibles. You'll need to do it this week. Well, for the balance of the uh, broadcast, we're looking at reading through the Word of God. And we pick up now in the book of Judges, Judges chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made for themselves the dens, the caves, and the strongholds which are in the mountains. So it was, whenever Israel had sown, Midianites would come up. Also Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. Then they would encamp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither neither sheep nor ox nor donkey, for they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts. Both they and their camels were without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And it came to pass... When the children of Israel cried out to the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet, that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, who said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, 
I brought you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all who oppressed you and drove them out before you and gave you their land. Also, I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Then he said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. Do not depart from here, I pray, until I come to you and bring out my offering and set it before you. And he said, I will wait until you come back. So Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ephah of flour. The meat he put in a basket and he put the broth in a pot. And he brought them out to him under the terebinth tree and presented them. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock and pour out the broth. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread And fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. And the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. So Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Then the Lord said to him, Peace be with you. Do not fear, you shall not die. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it, The Lord is Peace. To this day, it is still in Ophrah of the Abiezrites. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, Take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has and cut down the wooden image that is beside it. And build an altar to the Lord, your God, on top of this rock in the proper arrangement, and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the image which you shall cut down, 
So Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said to him. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much to do it by day, he did it by night. And when the men of the city arose early in the morning, there was the altar of Baal torn down and the wooden image that was beside it was cut down and the second bull was being offered on the altar which which had been built. And they said to one another, Who has done this thing? And when they had inquired and asked, they said, Gideon the son of Joash has done this thing. Then the men of the city said to Joash, Bring out your son that he may die, because he has torn down the altar of Baal, and because he has cut down the wooden image that was beside it. But Joash said to all who stood against him, Would you plead for Baal? Would you save him? Let the one who would plead for him be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him plead for himself, because his altar has been torn down. Therefore on that day he called him Jeroboam, saying, Let Baal plead because excuse me, let Baal plead against him, because he has torn down his altar. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites, the people of the east, gathered together, and they crossed over and encamped in the valley of Jezreel. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Then he blew the trumpet, and the Abiezrites gathered behind him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh, who also gathered behind him. He also sent messengers to Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, and they came to meet them. Verses 1 through 35, Judges chapter 6. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back. I think of Abraham How when 
morning star he saw had been lit for me He was a stranger in this land And I am that no less than he And all this road to righteousness Sometimes the climb can be so steep I may falter in my steps But never beyond your reach Oh God of Rich Mullins with Sometimes by Step. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament. The book of Acts, Acts chapter 10, beginning at verse 17. Now while Peter wondered about, excuse me, now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the man who had been sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the visions, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men who had been sent to him from Cornelius, and said, Yes, I am he whom you seek. For what reason have you come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, one who fears God and has a good reputation among all the nation of the Jews, was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear words from you. Then he invited them in and lodged them. On the next day, Peter went away with them, and some brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And the following day, they entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, but Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up, I myself am also a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many who had come together. Then he said to them, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go to one of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore I came without objection as soon as I was sent for. I asked then, For what reason have you sent for me? So Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour. 
And at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your alms are remembered in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call Simon here, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon a tanner by the sea. When he comes, he will speak to you. So I sent to you immediately, and you have done well to come. Now therefore we are all present before God to hear all the things commanded you by God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. And the word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not, not to all the people, but to, witnesses, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us, who are and drank, excuse me, who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word, and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized, who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord, then they asked him to stay a few days. Acts chapter 11. Now the apostles and brethren who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contended with him, saying, You went in to uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter explained it to them, in order from the beginning, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, an object descending like a great sheet, let down from heaven by four corners, and it came to me. When I observed it intently and considered, I saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. 
But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has at any time entered my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God has cleansed you must not call common. Now this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. At that very moment, three men stood before the house where I was having, excuse me, at that very moment, three men stood before the house where I was, having been sent to me from Caesarea. Then the Spirit told me to go with them, doubting nothing. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house, who said to him, Send men to Joppa and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who will tell you words by which you and all your household will be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, as upon us at the beginning. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If therefore God gave them the same gift as he gave us, when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they became silent, and they glorified God, saying, Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. Now those who were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, preaching the word to no one but the Jews only. But some of them were men from Cyprus and Cyrene, who, when they had come to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. The news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all with this, excuse me, when he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. Then Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. And in these days prophets came from Jerusalem to Antioch. Then one of them, named Agabus, stood up and showed by the Spirit that there was going to be a great famine throughout all the world, which also happened in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, each according to his ability, determined to send relief to the brethren dwelling in Judea. This they also did, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. End of Acts chapter 11. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you've never made the eternally important decision 
of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Today is a good day. Today is a great day to make that all-important decision. Remember, in all of life, when people leave this, when they die and leave this world, it doesn't matter how much money they did or didn't have, what kind of work they did, doesn't matter how much they accomplished. The only thing that matters is, did you know Jesus Christ? And those who know him will spend eternity in a wonderful place called heaven. Those that don't know him will spend eternity in a terrible place called hell. We want every listener to be amongst, numbered amongst those who will spend eternity with the Lord Jesus. If you want to make that step, would you, from your heart, pray this prayer with me right now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins and all the wrong things I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent. I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Word of God, you told us, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to connect with you. Once again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We want to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord, please get in touch. Once again, that's joseph at afr.net. If you're wanting to order a Truth For Youth Bible or many Truth For Youth Bibles, to do that, simply go to truthforyouth.com to order online. Again, that's truthforyouth.com to order online, or you can call 1-833-574-1600. Again, that's one 833 574-1600 between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.